Everybody, welcome back to the Farrell Podcast. Todd Perry here to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. No, oh, Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. And once again, the great Jeff Harmans. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And to my right, the classic Fred Morgan right here. He's got the headphones on. He can hear you. We, we have he a... He just chooses uh, not to talk. The visual is the cardboard cutout of Buck's deceased step... Grandfather. Grandfather. That I have asked him for the last year and a half to remove from my garage. Longer than that. Scares That's, my wife. Even longer. <laughs> and you still just keep it here. Yeah. I tell you every time, hey, you going to take that home? Well, we usually get pretty effed up. Well, you get pretty effed up because you, you just got to go edit the show and pass out, but I got to drive home. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you usually forget. And I, you know, me smoking weed, I, I pretty much forgot. You forget too. everything. I forget yeah. too. So I walk out and go, hey, good show. All right. Yeah. Yeah. See you well, later. We look each other right in the eye, say good show and walk out. Yeah. And I leave it here every time. Yes. I don't mean to. Well, the, just like stealing lighters. I don't mean to do it. I just do. No one you owns know? lighters or you pens. You pass me the lighter, I'm putting it in my pocket. So here's the problem, Buck. This <laughs> is the last show right. most likely we are ever going to do in the Far Out Garage. That's why I'm taking this opportunity. Right. And I'm not saying the, the, the show isn't over. The show is going to keep going in perpetuity as long as I keep getting noticed in Starbucks. Oh. And, and the, the ego is satisfied. Right. But we, I actually sold the Far Out Garage today to a, a, a single woman. Not we, the house. But just, no. just where we no, record? The entire house has been sold. So we are leaving Lakewood, but we are moving the podcast to beautiful Long on Beach. Up. We're moving on up? Moving on up to Rancho Estates in Long Beach, California, where I have a bid in on a house that uh, has been accepted. And I think March 20th, we're moving there. In this situation, I'm wheezy. <laughs> yes, you You're are. George, and I'm wheezy, dude. Yes. Yeah. I'd say you're the uh, white neighbor dude. Mr. Bentley? Yeah. And my old tortoise was named Mr. Bentley before he oh died. Oh, my God. That was a long time There's ago. There's too many coincidences. Was Mr. Bentley the one that molested Dudley? <laughs> no. No, that was the Maytag that was man a different on different show. Strokes. That was a different show. Yeah. Different so, show. The, we can appreciate the, this is the last time. There's no crickets tonight, which kind of bums me out. If the crickets came out, because we've had for crickets. The, for the last show? For the last show yeah. in this garage, yeah. uh, it would be much appreciated. But, but, don't, don't, but what I did bring instead of crickets is my dead step-grandfather, who I brought on the show, who has earphones and is listening to the show and is, is here. It's enjoying it from yeah. the beyond. Yes. Well, I like to think he's here. So the, the cool thing is, sad thing is, last show in here, and there's a certain dynamic being in this room, but the cool thing is the new place that we're buying, the guy uh, was like a big time cyclist. <laughs> so he created this cyclist studio where he was building uh, bikes. That's normal. Yeah, totally. Normal. I've never heard of that before. Wait, that one's Mr. Dudley, right? The bike guy. <laughs> yes, that's what okay. I'm saying. The guy who molested Dudley on different strokes was a bike shop owner, and yes. he took them in the back, and they watched uh, porno. For, first, it was first it was cartoon porno, 
And then I think it graduated to just straight porno. Because they're like, why does Mickey have his pants off? Yeah. I think that was one of the lines I was like, oh, oh, you heard of me. Here's my penis. Yeah. And then and then they went to straight to ask him out shit. Well, he's like, do you want to play Aquaman in the shower? I think that's when I got it. That's, that's so what, that's a that, bad thing. That's what did Dudley in, was the Aquaman in the shower. So that's a bad thing. What, Aquaman show? Yeah, if a German man named Klaus says, wait, no, that's a different story from my life, which I'll tell one day. Good God. Um, oh, so yes, last show ever in the Far Rock Garage, but we'll be moving on to the, now here's the cool thing. The, the, the neighborhood I'm moving into is called the Rancho Estates in Long Beach. And I told my wife, I said, if we move into this house, one stipulation, and that I get to name the home in the Long Beach Rancho Estates. And can you guess what the name of the new house will be? Which I'm going to have actually lettering put in in the backyard. Mid-century modern lettering to go with the aesthetic of the home. Hmm. And the name of the home. Because I've already named this home. And it's in the Rancho Estates. Can you guess what the name of this house is going to be? Xanadu. No. Nice. Not quite. Jeff? Let's go Citizen Kane on that shit. Park Life. I like that. I appreciate that. You appreciate my blur fandom. No, Neverland Rancho. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Nice. It is going to be Neverland Rancho. So there will be wow. some molesting going on in the bicycle room. <laughs> There's going to be good pod made in the, you know, if, the, if, if molesting happens, it happens. You know, it's just that you can't plan for that. So I figured it was going to be called Neverland Rancho. And so the show from there on out will be live from Neverland Rancho in beautiful Long Beach, California. Wow. So far out podcast. Okay. So, That'll hey, be good. Hey. Congratulations. So let's say, uh, let's say a beautiful, fond goodbye to uh, the Far Out Garage. Unless we happen to squeeze one more recording session in, but I don't think it's going to happen between now and then. So We'll try. We'll try and do one more in here, right? I mean, yeah. you're moving out March or something? Uh, yeah, I guess I, by the time this show drops, we'll be right on March. So, uh, plus or minus. Uh, we can do one more show. We invite every listener in the Square Mile area to come and we'll just party with them. So, the one, one guy, guy from Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The one guy at Starbucks. Yeah. Joe. Come on, Joe. Yeah. Come on, bud. <laughs> so, um, that's a fake name, by the way. It's like, I know who you are, but I don't want you to know who I am. Doesn't the dog park jacking off guy have uh, like a Google alert for his name? So he's probably mm. a listener by now. I'd like that guy <laughs> to come by. I'd like the, he would be, I, I'd like to put him in the corner and just have him do the, I mean, the great thing about the dog park jerking off guy from, I don't know, episode 190 or something was the, the sweatpants he was wearing. He nice. wore sweatpants that could expand enough for him to obscure an erection and get the hand going, and it all just completely lined up. Oblivious. Yeah. Everyone's oblivious. Yeah. yeah. It's the exact opposite of yoga pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yoga pants, you see. Right. Yeah, I saw a woman the other day uh, on Redondo Boulevard in Long Beach, and she had yoga pants on, but they were about like a nine sizes too small. And so they stretched out. Aren't they all out. nine sizes too small? <laughs> Seriously. The, 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 these the, were really bad. They were stretched out to where you could see the whiteness of her ass. Yeah. yeah. And she was a big girl. When the light hits them just right, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it, oh my God. We could have been in a dark theater and you could have seen this bitch's ass. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. The, these were not Lululemon. Lululemons would have obscured the behind. Don't know what that is. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're, you should be Spanx? happy you don't know. Spanx? Are they Spanx? No, she didn't have Spanx. No. She didn't look good. She not look good. So um, I was in, 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 in part of uh, selling this house, I had to do a bunch of home repairs in order to get the, you know, my house up, you know, up to snuff so someone would, would want to buy it. This is the cleanest the far out garage has ever looked. My yeah. goodness. It's, it's almost like it's lacking its charm. I right, feel like I'm right. in Gattaca. Yeah. Right. Where, where you have to pass a piss test to get <laughs> yeah. out. Gattaca was a fucked up movie because the whole movie was about passing a piss test. Like, great setup, bad delivery <laughs> on that. Like, hey, it's Jude Law passing a piss test. How interesting is this? It's kind of <laughs> interesting. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. Oh, yeah. The piss test movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have this great outer space setup, and it basically comes down to the same shit I had to go through to get a job at Sears. <laughs> is what right. happened. Right. So, uh, I w- I w- in order to get everything set up right, I was going to Home Depot a bunch and doing some home repairs. So, uh, one day I had the day off from work, and I went into the Home Depot. And because I was running around doing all this stuff, I did, I did take and, my, my. And you and you rated them of every single box they have. But, but what? I'm talking visuals. Oh <laughs> yeah, there's a lot well, of boxes in can't here. Tell that. Yeah, I know you, you, you're, you. We're we're chock a block talking about the environment. We're just chock a block full of fucking HD fucking boxes in here. Yes, I have boxed up a lot of the shit in my garage. So we have a, a big big like uh, the Fenway Park Green Monster like wall of all my shit in Home Depot boxes. And we have a nasty propane tank. Oh yeah, and some garden soil. So I was at the Home Depot setting the visuals here. And I had to take my dogs because there's going to be people coming to work on the house and my man Chang coming to paint it. And those dogs will rip those people to shreds. Yeah, you didn't want anybody to get bitten by your dogs. I didn't want my killer dogs. How considerate. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Jeff has to deal with the dogs. I I just feel my dogs are anti-Semites, so they hate Jeff. (laughs) uh, So they wouldn't have a problem with Chang the painter because I don't believe he's of Hebrew descent. No. But but Chang came to paint the house, so I, I, I took the dogs to the doggy daycare and then I went over to Home Depot. Now, when I was at the Home Depot, it was it was a long morning, you know, of uh, you know driving the dogs to Gardein and to drop them off, all this stuff. So when it, when I went to the Home Depot, I was like, I got I got to take a dump, you know. <laughs> and so I went into the bathroom at the Home Depot, and I sat down, and you know I got my my phone out and I started you know, hitting the Twitter, oh, and I God. was I was making I was Jesus. you know I was uh, on the can <laughs> hanging a deuce checking the checking the Twitter. Hanging uh, was it? I was watching that new uh, James Brown movie that just came out, and there's a great line where James Brown said, "Who hang, who hung a number two in my commode?" <laughs> Which is one of the greatest <laughs> lines I've ever heard said. And I was hanging a number two in the uh, Home Depot commode, in the old commode. Yeah, and the guy that the thing was the guy next to me is like doing Lama's breathing <laughs> in the commode in the, uh. the bathroom next to me. He's like, uh, uh. and I'm like, why the vocalizations? Yeah. Like who taught this that man? Kills to- it. That kills it for me every time. <laughs> I can't. I can't go. Like, I can't go. Do you do that when you when no. you're taking a dish? I'm like, very. Uh, is it that? Is your your asshole that misformed that you have yeah. to go through all that shit just to yeah. take a fucking something you do once a day your whole life for fucking thirty five years and you need and it's like you're you're giving birth to Zeus. You know Americans do shit wrong, right? Oh huh? no, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, why is it? Why is can't it, get into why is that it, conversation right now. Oscar has covered this. Yeah, why is it localized to soup just to us? nuts? Okay, soup to nuts. Okay, maybe they needed a squatty potty at the Home Depot. Okay, in order to get his ass perched right, so he can shit like a Vietnamese guy smoking a cigarette. I get it, but I was the, the guy was like, 
<laughs> and yeah. it was like I almost wanted to wet a towel and uh, the toilet paper and throw it to me like wipe your brow buddy you're really going through it but every time you shit in public there's always the guy who's just making he sounds like a fucking werewolf next yeah. to you in the toilet and he's, why do you he, need to do that he's woofing out next to you yes yeah it was like Michael Jackson in Thriller <laughs> like yeah. So Jeff, do you ever have this experience where you're, you're deucing in public and the guy next to you? Like the thing is, here, here's my deal. I feel like if you go to a movie and you're alone, you tend not to laugh out loud because laughing is a communal thing where you expect other people to then laugh. It's a contagious thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're by yourself watching a movie alone, you tend not to laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the shit vocalization is he's just doing it to communicate to others. The either the quality of the shit he's taking. No, or, he is the severity. He's he's superior. You and know you it. You know it. You oh, know it. Oh, this was a dominant. Thing. This is one of these guys. Yeah, I'm telling you, the guys who have superior, you know it are. Yeah, that's what. I'm sorry. I was like, what? So you're maybe it's better than mine. Yeah, exactly. My my clandestine silent. He's shitting on you while he's shitting. While he's shitting. Whilst shitting. On you. So this guy was taking a... Dump, p- double ins- Yeah, double dump on you. Yeah, dude. At the Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we have a lady in the, the room. Take a time. Just real quick. <laughs> Joe, you, you can scream from back there. But do ladies do this? They're they're more discreet. No, they don't do that. You, you never hear a woman going, like wolfing out. On <laughs> wolfing the, out. On the shitter. No, doesn't happen. That was a very firm no. Doesn't happen. Straight up no. Okay. I guess that's I a just, dude thing, yeah. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah. I even in my worst moments when I've when I've asked my wife to bring me a water. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've had that moment where You're like taking a you're taking a half time on that shit. Like you need you need some water and some oranges. Yeah, 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 I need some. Geez. I need a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To get no, it was the time when I need I, some help here, honey. <laughs> no, when, when I, I got to the point where I just had to strip down butt naked because I had, uh, had a mashed potato bowl from KFC. Oh man! And then uh, one of those uh, double Western bacon cheeseburgers from uh, Carl's Jr. I was having. What a are bad you doing day. to yourself? Yeah, you yeah, did a double you... fast food dip. <laughs> I did a double dip, and then like it, it was so bad, uh, I felt like I was, I was shitting a crucifix, and. <laughs> I, I I sat there and it was very painful, and then I I had to tell my wife. I said, "Could you could you bring a brother a, a water? <laughs> just, just hit that Brita filter and help a brother out because I, I was being dehydrated with the amount of shit." But I was quiet the whole time. I can't believe you blasphemed not in a, front not of not a peep, granddad, not a peep, <laughs> not yeah, a peep. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't look that offended. <laughs> so Jeff, you're uh, all right with it. You're planning a bachelor party. Well, I, I'm sort of planning a bachelor party. There's two competing plans for this bachelor oh. party. So, Is there somebody who has a greater hierarchy in the groomsmanship? Is that the issue? If I could be so bold as to say that I'd say I'm a little bit tighter than the people who are plan- who are, are they're further along in their plans. So I was planning the party. Then I found out through a mutual friend that their party's a little bit further along in the, in the planning stages. Okay. Uh, there are guys who... I would trust to organize it better, but I don't think would throw a better party than me. I think mm. I would. I would definitely go on your. You. You are a god of party. You are like an Andrew <laughs> W. K. type character. I'd like to. Th- I'd like to think I throw good parties. Andrew and- W. K. God. Honey. 
Andrew WK is the god of partying. Yes, he, he, <laughs> he is. He's the only Greek god we have among among us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love I love his column too. I always read his column every every week. Really, I hung out with Andrew WK in uh, New York at his venue. In, you partied uh, with him? Yes, he. We went to see him play for a birthday, and he came out and sang "Happy Birthday" to the birthday girl, and was like hanging out and having cigarettes and stuff. He's, he's, no sang, he's singing Marilyn Monroe style. Yeah, very much so. Nice. And cigarettes count as partying. Well, yeah, it, cigarettes we, there was is not cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? There was other things happening. Your friend uh, Mike Rafone was there, in fact. So wait, 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 Mike Rafone, who is a uh, a king of the back and as one would say. Uh, I would Andrew say WK and microphone and you were partying simultaneously at the same place, same room. Yeah, this seems insane to me because I know all these people except for Andrew WK. I just stuck him. That sounds like the greatest moment that ever happened in party history. It was pretty yeah. wild. Some really weird, terrible kind of shit ended up happening that night. Of but course, that's par did. for the course. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. And Mike probably offended Andrew WK. I would imagine he did. I think he did something bad. Yeah. <laughs> Much like me and Mike hanging out with the guitar player from Weezer, and he was somebody was wearing a jacket with heroin needles in it. That's all I know. That's microphone. That's a good night with microphone. God, mm. I got to get him on the show. Fuck, oh, why man. isn't that happening? Yeah, he's... Oh, man. Oh, Sorry, man. Jeff. You, if you don't get called one day, Mike's, Mike's <laughs> all right. he's back from Oakland. So, Okay, so you're throwing this party. Well, it looks what's like your, I'm... What's your beef? What, what's... Uh, it looks like I'm not throwing the party, but these guys, they're going to throw a good party, but it's going to be a standard bachelor party. And I wanted to throw, like, you know, a bachelor party worthy of my friend who, you know, he's getting married. He's calmed down a little bit, but he's, like, used to be one of the wildest dudes I know, you know? And I want to throw something that's going to be of what that was, caliber. What was your option? What were you doing? Well, the plan was I hadn't I hadn't gotten to the full planning stages yet. The idea was to just get, like, a room at a hotel Maybe in Beverly Hills, maybe in San Diego, not travel too far, right. just get a nice suite and kind of have, as you said, that, that kind of bacchanal in the room. Just yeah, like, I, I would say bring it to you. Yeah. I don't like going to it and going down to places and then going out to other places. Bring it to you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what bring I was shooting strippers, for. Bring the strippers to the room. But now the the plan is we're going to take kind of a, a limo to Vegas and it's going to be a you know probably a pretty standard Vegas yeah, bachelor yeah, party which yeah, that, sounds, I mean that can they're, be good. They're fun, but I I wanted it to be weird. I wanted it to be like I was going to yeah. throw it with a uh, very perverted gay gentleman that uh, I know yes. who you know we we're going to put our uh, our our minds together and come up with some really fucked up shit. Like the only thing that we had really had planned he knows like a a little Rihanna stripper, like a little person oh. who is a Rihanna impersonator and is also a stripper. Does she, does she who does like, it these days? <laughs> you know, you, you have mean, a, come a on. little person. I love I think Rihanna is one of the hottest women uh, on the planet. Mm -hmm. Does she have that caramel skin? Well, I, I've never seen her. I don't. I don't know her personally. She have a website. You're getting into this. I'll send you some links. Much. I'll see what I can. I'll see what I can get you. Littlereread.com. But I was. I was curious if you guys had gone to any like really. Like weird, as weird as Oscar drinking a Tijuana stripper's there was, breast uh, milk. There was once in the eighties, my friend Tom threw a bachelor party, and uh, there was a a mule, and the mule ended up doing cocaine. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Or was this bachelor party the movie? That was the, the, the movie <laughs> was bachelor the movie, party. Tom Hanks. Now, Buck, you were at my bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and here's the thing. My, my bachelor party got sad because it was, we went to all these, uh, we, went, we went to San Diego, we went to all these, like, uh, breweries. Mm -hmm. So it was cool. But everybody drank all day, 
And then when, by the time we got to the strip club, I was fucked up. <laughs> it was everybody just like sat there like, uh, like, like they're about to pass out. Like guys weren't getting the crazy lap dances and all that. And then everybody put in money for me to get the mega lap dance on stage where like nine girls were like bopping me with titties in the face. And that was fine. That was cool. But by the time we had gotten to that, everybody was just fucking done and like, mm. uh. <laughs> so we didn't have that great. Moment. The only great we thing needed we needed coke was what it was at that moment. Everybody needed an uptick. We needed some coke was what it was, and no one brought any. It was just a bunch of drunks. Yeah, we were all just drunk and kind of done, and people were smoking weed, and then everybody just got. We should have went south of the border and get our kick on. The only the only would have been good. Uh, really good thing was uh, we we were in San Diego in a, in a room, and our our, our buddy uh, we had, we had two hotel rooms that were uh, connecting. Mm-hmm. The thing was that in one hotel room, my buddy, affectionately known as Drunk C, <laughs> he is a very bad snorer, right? And we had I was stuck in the room with Drunk C, and I was like stuck in a bed with my buddy Steve, and Drunk C just snored so bad that no one could sleep because he was like <laughs> like this the entire time and so we just nice. sat there like me and my buddy said was like <laughs> but we couldn't sleep so basically we'd be like uh once he once drunk he fell asleep we'd slap him so we'd wake up and then we'd get we'd nod off for 10 minutes and then he'd start snoring again and we just have to keep slapping him it's like a cycle it was just like slapping cycle. Slap so, cycle. Yeah. And then the next morning we woke up and uh, Drunk C blew a point two zero because they had a uh, that that a breathalyzer. Yeah. In the the thing and Drunk C drank so much vodka when he woke up in the morning that he blew a point two zero at nine thirty in the morning during breakfast. Awesome. Eating uh, huevos rancheros. Eating huevos rancheros. So he had uh, diarrhea and uh, was blowing a point two zero before his his beer had arrived. Good times. So that that was my bachelor party. So. Yeah. Uh, the best bachelor party of all time was um, not mine. It was a, a friend of mine, and I was about to meet up with them. And they had a hotel room in uh, in in the South Bay. And what happened was last minute they got already thrown. sounds weird, by the way. Yeah, and and so many people showed up. They threw them out. So they called me. They go, Todd, we're coming to your apartment in Long Beach, and we're bringing everybody. Now my buddy kind of grew up in the hood, in Linwood. So he had a bunch of buddies that were like his new friends. And then he had the guys from the neighborhood that showed up. They had like Wilmas tattoos, like Wilmington, like gangbangers showed up at my house. And the stripper, there was a moment where the stripper named Mercedes. Was this the, was this the place you lived with Oscar? Yes. That place was very small. Small, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're coming was, to your pad? There was like 20 people were there. Okay. And Cookie showed up. And... Okay, I will give you just I will give you the bullet points. See Cookie, that's the element that was missing from yours. Cookie showed up, and there was a Hawaiian man smoking crack <laughs> on my uh, couch. Okay, there was a stripper. That's a Tuesday, were, that's a Tuesday night usually. There were Wilmington gangbangers. Yeah, and at a certain point, Mercedes the stripper said, "Wait for it." Who wants to fuck me in the ass? And one of the Wilmington gangbangers said, you know, raised his hand <laughs> as, as a gangbanger would. And she goes, I'm going to give you three minutes to get your dick hard, and then you can fuck me in the ass. And so we're all standing around. Standard timing. And this guy whips his flaccid penis out and just starts working himself 
trying to get a boner. And I this is in my living room. This is going on. Yeah, yes. this is happening right now. It's like in front of you. <clears throat> You're not watching this on TV. This ain't no reality. Yeah, no. This is happening in my... This is reality. This, I do not want a cholo beating <laughs> off in my living room. <laughs> and... And you know what? It's an experience. You know, you and, tell your kids. And there's like 18 guys watching him beat off, which created a really weird vibe, man. So he's working himself. And I got to tell you, he could not. Maybe it was the pressure. It's a lot really of pressure. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of people of watching. A lot of pressure. I mean. I'm trying right now and I can't do it. It seems. Okay. Joe, Joe, just look away, please. Look away. Thank you, Joe. It seemed to me like he was the kind of guy who had done time. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, it's not weird unless you're in prison. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I'm sure that when you're in prison, you have opportunities for sex, and you just you make it work, you know. But maybe he had drank too much. Maybe he had whiskey dick. I don't know what happened. Hmm. So, but but I'm very glad I didn't see any anal any anal sex happen so on that, my rug. How did had a very nice. Rug how did that end? Was she like two fifty seven, two fifty eight? 259. No. Nope. You had to stop you're watch. Done. Yep. Nope. Stop you're watching done. a whistle. Yeah. And so you're he, done, buddy. He did not achieve on a level field of play. And the party went on. And then there was a fight between the 60 year old Hawaiian man who was smoking crack and a friend of mine who was a break dancer you over can't s- who was going to have sex with the stripper in Oscar's bed. <laughs> you couldn't see that coming? Like you just see, you just see those two people walking into the door. You could see that coming. So I left after a meeting with Cookie. And uh, eventually, I came home at seven in the morning. You left your own house. I left my own house. Yes, I had to go. Yeah, I had to go. You left your own house. I went and I partied with some people. I stayed up till seven in the morning, and then I had to go to sleep because for some reason I couldn't sleep well. And so I took four shots of vodka, and then I had this overhang by the w- the the window in my bedroom that was right over my bed. Okay, and I just jumped on the bed to go to sleep, and I hit my head on the windowsill, and I gave myself like a concussion, and I knocked uh, myself out. And yeah, that's wake, not good. I didn't wake up for fifteen hours, and but when I did wake up, I threw up because I gave myself a concussion. So that was a good bachelor party. That's the kind of one I want to throw. Yes, and when yeah. you went and jumped in your head and hit your head, and people are still at your house or no? No, everybody Everyone. cleared out. But the the next morning. I wo- 15 hours later, by the way, I, I woke up like days later because it was like a Friday night and then like Sunday morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, that ain't good. And I probably lost the step mentally after the concussion. You were never the same. And I after. might sh- shoot myself in the heart like Dave Dewerson from the Bears after this. Wow. And I, I, I looked on my, my living room floor. By the way, there was a lot of alcohol in the house, which was great. Everybody left booze over. But there, 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 were, there were condoms. Just... On my rug in my living room. Banana slugs. Yeah. Yes. My grandpa right now is appalled. Just let you know. Why don't we let you know? We have a few... Uh... Wait, before we move on, can I ask what you did about the condoms? <laughs> yeah. You didn't really finish that one. I'm not glossing over that. I had uh, chopsticks. And so what I did was I took the chopsticks, and with the chopsticks I... Uh, I, I, I Picked up gross the condoms <laughs> and then I, I I didn't flush them because I, I think it's not the eco friendly. I don't way to I do don't things. I don't think that works. That's not good. And I, I threw them out, but they weren't used though. Well, thankfully, but that's that quite clever. That guy couldn't get it up. Were you able to eat uh, lo mein ever again? Yeah, yeah. I also had to bleach the chopsticks. 
Oh, they weren't There's, a disposable kind. No, no, there was the good ones. Oh know? man! Oh, and you reused them after oh. the, after the. No, these these are like the you know. The, I understand <laughs> they were priceless to you. The William Sonoma chopsticks. <laughs> but you kept them after that. Yes. Oh shit! I kept the chopsticks. Yeah, you, you guys too. had in that apartment. You had eighty dollar chopsticks that you would use to eat four dollar lo mein noodles. I'm not sure they were eighty dollars. If there's any case to chuck them, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it was a long time ago, man. Yeah. It was years ago. I'm a different man now. <laughs> um. And now it's time for your dose of Far Out Health with Todd Perry, a man who isn't afraid of needles. I, we teased this on another show, and it was crazy shit from the ER. Like stuff that ER nurses see and stuff. And I found this one story online that I just thought was incredible about stuff that an ER nurse can find. Hmm. And uh, so let's do it. <laughs> this is tough. It's Okay, the first sentence, and this is an ER nurse this, telling the worst this, story she ever... Is this in, personal? This it was, seems like this happened to you. Th- th- no, this was on Reddit. Oh. So it's obviously true. Yes. <laughs> Parorectal abscess. Right. For the uninitiated, this means that somewhere in the immediate vicinity of the asshole, there was a pocket of pus that needed draining. Needless to say, our entire crew of ER nurses was less than thrilled. My patient was a 314-pound Native American woman nice. who barely fit on the stretcher. Oh, can can we just real quick imagine George Clooney of ER doing this uh, doing this maneuver? Yeah, oh, man. you can imagine whoever <laughs> you like. <laughs> she was rolling frantically from side to side on the stretcher and moaning in pain, pulling at her clothes and m- muttering hail marys. Nice. We got the lady off to sleep, put her in the stirrups, and I began washing the rectal area. It was red and inflamed. A little bit of pus was seeping through, but it was pretty standard. I looked at her chart, and I noted she had been injecting IV drugs through her perineum. Perineum? Perineum, which is the area where God sewed you up. Okay, I thought that was a flower. Perineum. No, <laughs> no it's the, the area between the butthole and the balls, but this is on a woman, so between the butthole and the vagina. I'm and a little unclear about that area. I'm sorry, she was injecting drugs? Yes, into her perine- perineum. That's a new one. <laughs> I've never heard of that, really? So, so this was obviously an infection from dirty needles or bad drugs. I've, he- I've heard of cocainus, <laughs> but, but not this. Cocainus. I wasn't ready give for Give me one. <clears throat> one. I got to go. Cocainus. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. We were talking about cocainus from Tim Burgess from the Charlatan's book, talking about doing cocaine through the butt one time on the show. But the surgeon steps up with a scalpel, sinks just the tip in, and at the exact same moment, the patient had a muscle twitch in her diaphragm. And at that moment, all hell broke loose. Yeah, it's Unbeknownst good. to us, the infection had actually tunneled up nearly a foot into her abdomen, oh. creating a vast cavern of pus, rotten tissue, and fecal matter. Jesus Christ. This godforsaken mixture came rocketing out of that little incision like we were recreating the funeral scene from Jane Austen's Mafia. <laughs> Now, all of the people in the ER with their face masks, gloves, and hats in the works it were as helpful as rain boots against a fire hose. Oh. The bed was in the middle of the room, 
as an easy seven feet from the nearest wall, but the time we were done, I was finding bits of rotten flesh pasted against the back wall. Uh, yeah, man. This is going to be a pukey show. As the surgeon continued to advance his blade, the torrent just continued. The patient just kept seizing against the ventilator, and with every muscle contraction, she shent, she shot more of the brownish gray fluid onto the floor until within minutes it was seeping onto the other nurse's shoes all right no one's listening right now. <laughs> they all they all turned out <laughs> then it hit me <clears throat> I'm, I'm not listening mouth wide open not able to believe the volume of fluid in this woman's body it was like getting a great big bite of despair and apathy that permeated this the entire er and, and that my body completely refused to uh, take it in by this time, the smell had permeated our entire OR down to the 30-foot hallway to the front desk where the other nurses sat, eyes bloodshot and watery, clenching their stomach desperately. And this is how we're ending the show? Dead yeah, tissue, <laughs> fecal matter, and several liters of syrupy infection had poured out all over. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks for listening to the Far Out Podcast. My name is <laughs> what do you say to that, man? What do you say to that? That's not a good word. I, I say I'm glad I uh, I, I write uh, advertising for a living. That's what I say. Yeah. That's some fake shit on Reddit. Yeah, that yeah. can that be real? That's like just way too gross. No, if you're injecting drugs into your perineum, and you're you're, you're a big who does that? Human being, big human beings can hide weird sources of fecal matter, blood, and body tissue. Uh, are you sure you didn't not read are the line doing, about the spiders coming out too? Oh yeah. Are you doing heroin in your perineum? I don't know. Her, I don't know. You perineum? Perineum. Perineum. The area where the area between the balls and yeah, the but vagina. heroin in your perineum. <laughs> the balls <laughs> where God <laughs> stitched you up. Yes. All right, I'm officially done. After let's go back to bio- balls and the other ba- show. Back to biology on this. Yes. Yeah, cholo's. Uh, Beating off in my living room, uh, which is an honor. I hope this uh, we again. I hope we get top of one hundred iTunes. And uh, let's eat some Chinese food with the chopsticks <laughs> that you picked up the condoms with. Those Thanks. are always those are. You still have those. I know you didn't get rid of them. Don't tell Sarah. Thank you, bud. Yeah, no problem. I thank Jeff Harmath for coming down to the show. So happy to be. Oh, am I? I don't know if I am now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy to be here anymore. Like I know think, Joe's not. I'd like to thank Joe is cool. Jeff's girlfriend Joe for hanging out in the smoky garage. Last show ever in the far out garage. Big round of applause. Pretty much. We'll be back from Neverland Rancho in Long Beach, California. Oh, nice. When you smiling. When you smiling. The whole world. Smile with you, baby, baby. Oh, when you laughing, then when you laughing, the sun comes shining through. But when you crying, you bring on the rain. So stop your sighing. Happy again and keep on smiling. Keep on smiling.